0: Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? wrestling federation podcast brothers
1: and sisters we're in season two of one tree hill
0: my god we made it to a season two somehow people still listen to us people still watch our tiktok videos people still comment subscribe listen enjoy they love the amalgamation more than anything (laughs) hmm Now, if you're a wrestling fan, you'll enjoy this podcast. If you're a One Tree Hill fan, you'll enjoy this podcast. If but you're If you're a you, fan
1: of both. Woo,
0: this is fucking made for you. Yes, we are Tree Hill Wrestling Federation, the world's only podcast that amalgamates the world of professional wrestling and the world of Tree Hill that there's only one of, apparently. And you can also... Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at TreehillWF.podcast. And I think we have to have a little bit of a 10 bell salute, maybe an Undertaker salute here. <laughs> It's time for Stitcher, owned by Sirius XM Radio. It's time for Stitcher to rest (laughs) in peace. What happened to Stitcher?
1: I didn't read it, but they're shutting down the podcast app and website. So I'm on a women in podcasting Facebook group and Mm -hmm. someone announced it and there was a whole link and everything. I just didn't read it. Um, but apparently Stitcher is no longer, sorry guys.
0: Wow. 10 bell salute <laughs> for Stitcher no longer around. So you can no longer listen to Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast on Stitcher, but you can listen in to Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast on what other
1: streaming sites? Spotify. What? Google Podcasts. What? Amazon podcast. What? Apple Podcast. What? Deezer.
0: Dee's nuts. What?
1: iHeartRadio. What? Uh, you're Pan- distracting me. What? I
0: Pandora. What?
1: I don't remember. My <laughs> brain is like shut off now.
0: <laughs> so, yes, sadly, no more Stitcher. But there's all the other podcasts sites that you can listen to us on and thank you for listening thank you for, for, for yeah subscribing english, brother i s- apparently can't speak english right now it's been a little while since we did a little bit of recording and i want to thank my best friend double j <laughs> j u <laughs> double s t i it's <laughs> only one s double one M. how spell justin That's Justin Johnson. (laughs) Ain't he great? He is great. And we want to thank him for guesting on the WrestleMania 13 and Tree Hill season finale episode last week. We hope you enjoyed that episode. And I think a lot of our viewers who listen to it think you probably have a thing for Justin because literally every single thing he (laughs) said, you laughed your fucking ass off at. I laughed
1: my ass off at everything.
0: (laughs) It's true. But... You really laughed her ass off at everything Justin said, so oh, Lord, yeah, yeah. I'm a little butt hurt about that, but either way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your butt's hurt?
0: My butt's a little hurt, but it's okay, because he's a funny guy. He's a funny, funny guy. Here we are. I just
1: wasn't expecting that you know he's
0: normally a fairly quiet guy
1: he barely speaks when we're around like he will now he's more comfortable with me yeah but like he barely talks so when all of a sudden he's spouting off this shit and i'm like whoa look at this guy go you
0: get him talking about wrestling he'll fucking chew you on your fucking ear all night long with that shit because we love you know what what? I think what?
1: sometime, oh my gosh, I think sometime we need Skyler on. Oh, absolutely. Because he is a One Tree Hill fan he's, and a wrestling fan. He's a fan.
0: fanatic of both, and he's an outgoing dude, and I think he would be really good, possibly for our season two finale. I'd be good. That uh-huh. would be great. There's definitely some guests we have uh, in the works, but uh, yeah, season finales I think are reserved for the big Yes, to end the season. But now that we've ended season one of One Tree Hill, we are now in season two of One Tree and Hill. How? It's Two Tree Hill now. It's not two One Tree, tree hill, hill anymore. Oh it's God. Two Tree Hill. And it'll be Three Tree Hill and Four Tree Hill in the next two seasons as well. But now we have made it. We have waited our standard three to four months of off season back in 2004 to wait for September 21st, 2004 to hit Episode one of season two. And it's the very next day. And it's the very (laughs) next fucking day. It's the Desperate Kingdom of Brother Love,
1: I love you.
0: You're weird. The Desperate Kingdom of Love, season two, episode one or episode 23 for us. Amazing we've done this 23 times now.
1: I know, I thought we'd hate it, but I know, but we don't.
0: No, I love it more than anything. We were taking (laughs) a little bit of a break-ski in between recording some of these episodes just for it to catch up a little bit on the streaming sites, and I missed it literally after a few days. I'm like, there's something missing here. I
1: know. So what he did, he didn't warn me that we were starting season two. He just all of a sudden turned it it on, and I was like, whoa, 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 hold up. (laughs) I need to prepare. I need to pee. I need to get a drink. I need, like, I need to... Mentally prepare for this because this season premiere yeah. is nuts. It's
0: it's pretty awesome. I must it's say, so good. Yeah, it's really good. And as I,
1: much as season two is not my favorite, yeah, this season premiere was great.
0: For I gave a dollar sign four point seven nine for the season finale just because of the whole heart attack angle and everything. But this the marriage episode, the marriage, marriage the marriage. <laughs> everything going on in season one at the end of it. And now we are here at season two and it starts off with fucking Dan's funeral.
1: <laughs> but okay. Dan's funeral. Nathan's at the casket. open casket.
0: Yeah, that's creepy.
1: Uh, <laughs> and then Nathan walks away and Deb's there and, Dan grabs Deb's hand and says, You killed me, you bitch. <laughs> and then Deb wakes up. She's by his You'll bedside in the about hospital. It. But the thing is, is a lot of people were at that funeral that
0: would never, would go, never to go to Dan never go to Dan Scott's
1: funeral. funeral. Yeah, no way. And that's Especially the thing. later on in the series. But like as he is as a person through season one, um, I'm sorry, but Brooke and Peyton at Dan. Yeah, why the fuck funeral? would they go to Dan's funeral? Like, come on. Yeah.
0: But either way, I could tell right away this is your typical fake-ass dream sequence like most shows like to do, Dan's funeral in quotations. And the thing, I had two schools of thought when they opened with this scene. The first one being, okay, this is obviously a dream sequence of Dan's funeral. But as they started to show more of the people there, I was worried for a sec that it was actually Whitey's actual Mm. funeral. Yeah. Thank the fucking lord that it wasn't I love Whitey We so love Whitey I We stand Whitey
1: If it was Whitey But
0: luckily it was not
1: Whitey It was a
0: dream sequence for Dan's funeral They put the fun in funeral Just like they put the fun in dysfunctional family
1: And the fun in fun dip <laughs> Fun dip? I love fun dip
0: <laughs> Wow what are you fucking eight?
1: Yes <laughs> Oh my
0: god So Nathan and Haley Yes They got fucking married. They're 16. Not Mm -hmm. pregnant. But they're fucking 16. And they got married? Yeah. And apparently Nathan has a new phone. It's not his old flip phone anymore. He's got one of those QWERTY keyboards now. I mean. I thought he was poor. (laughs) He's selling his car to make ends meet. He's working at fucking Hot and Twisted. And he's getting a new phone?
1: I mean, when you get a phone on contract, normally you don't have to pay anything down for it.
0: This is 2004, brother.
1: I don't know. I don't know how things worked in 2004. I didn't have a phone in 2004.
0: Neither did I, yeah. I didn't get (laughs) my first phone until 2007 or 2008. I mean, I had
1: my first phone in probably like 2006.
0: Yeah, it was probably a year after that or so.
1: But it was under my parents' account, so. Sure.
0: Sure. But yes, for some fucking reason, you know, he's got a new phone and they're also married.
1: Did I sell it to him? No.
0: I don't know. Would he go to tell us kudo? <laughs> I don't know. He seems more of a Rogers guy.
1: <gasps> don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare.
0: And Haley seems like a Bell girl, no!
1: Don't <laughs> do that to me. I'm gonna throw something at you. You
0: know what you're gonna do is you're gonna tell me they shop at Safeway, Freshco, or Real Canadian Superstore, dude,
1: or Walmart.
0: That'll fuck. No, that won't trigger me nearly as much.
1: <laughs> you love Walmart because not only can I kid. do my
0: grocery shopping at Walmart, I can look at wrestling figurines and video games too.
1: Your voice cracked a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nathan and Haley are married. The fuck. So weird.
0: Interesting. You know what also is interesting is fucking Chad Michael Murray's fucking buzz cut. What <laughs> the fuck did he do to himself? He had a close encounter of the shaving kind.
1: So it's really funny because I'm in a few One Tree Hill like groups on Facebook, and you know where they're standing on the beach when they're talking. Like, yeah. oh, it's so nice in Charleston. Yeah. Okay, so Dan Scott's beach house was like. Four doors down. <laughs> so they
0: <laughs> so they literally filmed this scene, cut out Dan's beach house out of frame, and got this hotel in the background and all these other people
1: resort. Or so whatever. they literally
0: filmed yeah. it in the exact same place, which is cut out Dan's beach house. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. The same place where uh, Dan uh, got thrown up on by Haley in the parking lot outside his beach house with the pink goo. <laughs> and here we are, and we're in Charleston, and fucking Keith and Lucas are kicking it at the fucking beach. And I like how they just kind of pass off CMM's fucking buzz cut. Just well, he
1: was filming another movie at the time.
0: With Paris Hilton? hmm Oh, what happened there? What movie was that?
1: Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses or something? I oh, don't know. Weird. Um, But they were filming a movie together, and he needed the buzz cut for the movie.
0: Right. So, so he's like, oh, fresh do look here in the- Charleston, brother.
1: <laughs> but Keith is kind of roasting him about it. Yeah, because he looks like a
0: fucking goon. Man. <laughs>
1: so funny. <laughs> but it's
0: hilarious because Karen, she's still at the cafe. This is literally the next day. Like we said, I thought maybe they would jump ahead three, four, five, maybe six months ahead of time and say, hey, you know. We're in a different season. It's gone ahead a bit. No, it's just the next fucking day. And here we are. And Karen sees mini Lucas, just like mini Vader in mini Mankind. She sees mini Lucas in a gray sweatshirt with the hood up, bouncing a basketball, giving her visions of her son. But it's not actually Lucas. And she gets
1: real sad. And she closes the cafe for the day, which understandable. Her son has left a good way to make money. Not a good way to make money, but emotionally, that's, you know, I wouldn't be able to deal with that. That'd be
0: a little tough, for sure. So,
1: I wouldn't be in the right headspace for that. Plus, it looked like she had no customers anyways for the day, so... Well,
0: Deb completely ruined her business while she was (laughs) gone in Italy anyways. Speaking of ruined relationships that are now somewhat seemingly getting back together, we have our hoes over bros... Tour Reunion tour. Brooke and Peyton. Back at it. Here we are. We're back again. <laughs> oh, my God. Backstreet's back. Streets back. It's you said that line over. wrong. It's,
1: oh, my God, we're back again. Not here we are. We're back again. By the way. What?
0: Yeah. Did I say here we are? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't remember, even though it was 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Sounds like I've got MS brain, too, brother. Peyton. Gets the letter The letter
1: Yeah the they're letter. leaving for the day And Peyton finds The, the letter, letter. No you day. can't
0: say it like the letter You can't say it like that It's the letter Why Because it's the letter We literally had a season one cliffhanger on The letter Oh my god And now she has the letter Well she
1: found it the day before Yeah According, apparently
0: she hasn't looked at it yet yeah she hasn't told brooke about it yet clearly and we do not know what is in the letter
1: you're so fucking extra bro <laughs> 23
0: episodes of this fucking podcast you think uh you somehow realize how fucking extra I i'm am. also married to you yeah what the hell is wrong with you So Nathan, he gets the call on his Qwerty fucking cell phone.
1: Well, him and Haley were goofing goofing around, goofing around, or goofing (laughs) around, around. goofing. And uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm not going to answer it right now." And so he gets the voicemail from his mom Mm -hmm. that Dan's in the hospital and had a heart attack.
0: He fucking pulled a Jose Lothario. And now he's in the hospital, and now Nathan's finding out he's just as distraught as Shawn Michaels was when Lothario had his heart attack. Survivor Series
1: 1996 Amalgamation, brother. Oh, God. But.
0: Oh, we have Peyton and Brooke, friends again, and not only friends, they're fucking scissor bitches because oh they scissor God. each other, daddy ass. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, and they even call themselves scissor bitches as well. But what are they doing today?
1: They're going out on Brooke's dad's big ass boat. Oh. Brooke's family's rich enough to clearly have a big ass boat. They're
0: so. on a boat. They're They're on on a a motherfucking boat. (laughs) (laughs) Boats and hoes here on Tree Hill Wrestling Federation podcast.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, they're just back at it like nothing happened. Besties again. Mm -hmm. Fucking scissor bitches on a boat.
1: Oh, my God. It's the
0: fucking Catalina wine mixer up in here. (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: They're about to go out and have some fun.
0: Apparently. Sounds like they are.
1: I wonder what they get up to
0: i wonder but i know what deb's getting up to she's in the fucking hospital bed in the room with dan and we find out in a flashback that she contemplated letting dan die right in front of her face
1: yeah so when we left the end of season one um She sees Dan passed out on the floor like laying on the floor and he says you better hope I die bitch and the way that we thought it would have gone on is she calls an ambulance right away. (laughs) <laughs> nope no. dan says that and deb's actually like hold up uh, motherfucker
0: <laughs> dial it your fucking cell and throws him the phone
1: at least she gave him the phone
0: and he's she threw it at him <laughs> a guy who's on the ground having a fucking uh, hy- hypertrophic cardiomyopathy oh holy fuck dude and yeah she almost lets him just die and she comes to her senses and grabs the phone. Well, because
1: he gets to the point where he's not even responsive. Oh, he's not
0: responsive anymore.
1: And she's like, oh, shit. Okay, I better call an ambulance. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and does. Uh, <laughs> we,
1: also,
0: we also get another flashback to when Nathan and Haley are talking about their possible nuptials.
1: You also miss Keith finds out about Dan yeah he does and obviously tells lucas yes but yes uh nathan and Haley. because also uh, before we found out that they got married um Haley was gonna sleep with nathan mm-hmm. and she was like it's okay it's okay i don't have to be married and he's like well no like you said you wanted to wait till marriage so let's get married and she's like We're kids. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) All
0: the while, fucking Maroon 5 once again plays in the background. You can tell that Sean
1: hates Maroon 5. Fuck
0: Adam Levine. (laughs) Fuck that guy.
1: And uh, he's like, no, seriously. Like, I'm emancipated. We just need permission from your parents. Yep. Literally. she's like, I guess so. She's like, why? And he's like, why wait? We already love each other. What's the point in waiting to get married?
0: And they don't fucking wait. They go straight to Mom and Papa's to make sure they get the lawful wedded hand and marriage permission. But
1: before that. Yeah. Deb finds out that Dan has a condition called HCM.
0: What is HCM?
1: I don't know. You
0: hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It's where the left ventricle disallows blood. From the heart to be pumped to the rest of the body Because it gets enlarged That's what happened to Dan It's usually due to stress Mm -hmm. Anger issues
1: (laughs) Except for (laughs) Dan (laughs) I, I know They talk about like his HCM and stuff a lot in this show Yeah Well not like a lot a lot but it comes up quite a bit But yeah but important we're, to know it feels like
0: this episode is definitely a continuation, like a part two to the last episode, because yes. we keep getting these quick cuts to old, you know, the flashbacks, that happened, all these and, then flashbacks flash
1: forwards.
0: and flash forwards. But literally, Dan was sitting in a car outside of Deb's place. He's going over reciting what he's going to say. I love you. We're going to get back together. I'm going to be better. I'm going to do this. He is ready to pour his fucking black heart out to Deb. <laughs> And then he walks in, (laughs) and what does he see? Yeah. He sees he's going to pour his heart out, and his (laughs) brother has a hard on.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) For his wife.
1: Yes. Whitey is in the hospital, and Karen's going to pay him a visit.
0: Oh, and unfortunately, her haircut is not exactly... Leaving much to the imagination.
1: I mean, it's not terrible.
0: I mean, what did Whitey say? That uh, something was uglier than death? Was he meaning her haircut?
1: No, he was talking about a nurse.
0: Oh, right. She was mm-hmm. uglier than I thought he was talking about her haircut. No, he was, was talking about a nurse. Because
1: he said, like, he was pretending to sleep when Karen walked in because yeah. he thought it was going to be the nurse. Yeah. And he's like, no, not this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but then turns out it's Karen, and then he instills some whitey wisdom, a little more
0: whitey wisdom, of for
1: course. Karen. Brooke and Peyton oh, are on the boat. The boats and there's suntanning, mm. and there's a boat with a bunch of guys. There, Brooke's kind of going, I'm done with guys. Yeah, she doesn't want a boyfriend. She'll still sleep with guys, but she doesn't want a boyfriend. And uh, they're talking about how hot they are and stuff. And then a boat full of guys just speeds by. by. And Brooke does the most Brooke thing she can do and flashes them. So great. I did
0: not like the camera angle that they showed there.
1: Because they showed her back?
0: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, she pulls a Marlena. She flashes this boat full of guys, and then with her scissor sister, she needs to go skinny-dipping and go scissoring in the water.
1: They didn't bring swimsuits to go on a boat. Kind of. Yeah, I don't get that one. I don't get that, but... Well, I guess Peyton maybe didn't know what Brooke had planned, but you'd think if Brooke had something like that planned, she would have warned Peyton or, like... Grabbed Peyton's swimsuit and stuffed it in her bag, if she was already there anyways. Something. Something. And had a swimsuit herself, which she clearly did not have. So they went skinny dipping. And while they're on the boat, after they went skinny dipping, Peyton tells Brooke about the letter. The letter. Oh my God, you're so excited <laughs> I said it.
0: You have to say it like that from oh now my on. Oh, God. Do we ever find out what's in the letter?
1: Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> the fucking letter.
1: And finally, we get introduced to Haley's parents. Did you ever think this moment was going to happen?
0: Yeah. So... All throughout season one, they made the allusion to Haley's parents, but never actually introduced them. There's some phone conversations. There's a few other things she talks about, you know, makes the drinky, drinky sign and feels like they're alcoholics. Maybe they're absent parents, but we find out exactly who.
1: See, the drinky, drinky thing, that was a joke.
0: Of course. But you don't know that. Yeah. You don't know well, that.
1: she alludes to it. She's like, does the drinking. And then Lucas is like, is your mom drunk? And she's like, no, it was just the answering machine. Yeah. So but. Haley's a jokester. And we kind of learn where she gets that from.
0: So right away, we get introduced to Marion, who at first I thought was Haley's mom. Which Because she's that black. was the first person that got introduced in that house. And I'm like... Oh, is Haley adopted?
1: <laughs> well, and she's very much like, hey, sweetheart. Like, she's so, she's obviously close enough yeah. with the family to be able to greet Haley that way. Yeah. And then she's like, Is my mom here? Yeah. And then Haley's mom, Lydia, walks in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're just, she's like, Oh, hey, Nathan, good to see you. Did you uh, climb in through Haley's bedroom window again? Or yeah. did you fr- find the front door? And he's like, I came in through the front door. And she's like, Good job. You need food?
0: <laughs> yeah, she's, she's pretty hilarious right I off love the top. her. <laughs> and then she calls over, <laughs> Double J. J-I, <laughs> double M-Y. That's Jimmy James or James James. <laughs> Ain't he great? How many double J's do we have on the THWF I F- love, podcast?
1: I just love that <laughs> Haley's dad's. Name is James James. Jimmy
0: James. James James. So we have a double J Jesse James. We have a Jake Jagelski. We have a Jenny Jagelski. We have a Jimmy James James. And soon enough, we will be having a double J Jeff Jarrett. And we also had double J Justin Johnson on our last podcast. So the amalgamation of all the J's is coming together here.
1: I just love how... Lydia kept saying, are you pregnant? And then when she calls after, Haley's like, no, I'm not pregnant. And Marion's kind of making like jokes like, Hmm, it's a shame. Hey,
0: hey, Jimmy James, fucking uh, Haley's Haley's pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) Get the shotgun.
1: And uh, it was just really funny. She's like, well, shall we sit? (laughs) Is this a sitting conversation?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and only if they knew, which they will shortly later. But Lucas
1: misses his brother he misses
0: his brother and he misses Tree Hill and he misses his mom and somehow he misses Brooke and Peyton too no matter how badly that ended and he misses Haley but now it's this internal struggle between Keith and Lucas like the clash said should I stay or should I go now? Oh, no. Should I stay? Or if I go, there will be trouble. But if I stay, there will be double. Oh, so come God. on and let me know. Should I suck or should I blow? Lucas. Oh, Luke my it.
1: God.
0: Doesn't know. Because now they have found out about Keith. Now, you mean Dan? Oh, sorry, Dan. Keith has found out about Dan. Lucas has found out about Dan. He had the old fucking Jose Lothario. He's in the fucking hospital bed. Now okay. they're having this struggle. Should they go back? Should they stay? Should they go? So they make a list on the refrigerator box of reasons to stay and reasons to go. Mm-hmm. And all of it, the entire thing is filled out with reasons to stay, but the one reason to go.
1: Nathan.
0: Yeah. And Keith didn't think that that would be on the going list. Yeah,
1: he was going to put it on the reasons to stay list. He's like, oh, yeah, Nathan's an ass, too. Yeah, but Keith is
0: pretty stoked that Lucas has actually formed a relationship with his long lost brother.
1: (laughs) The way you say brother. Brother.
0: You got to say it like Hulk Hogan, dude.
1: Oh, my God. Nathan and Haley end up at the hospital. Mm Mm-hmm see Dan and Deb is in the chapel.
0: My blood's boiling. Just thinking about this right now. (laughs) This is a moment here.
1: Deb is in the chapel and they go to say hi to her and just say how she's doing. And Haley has a nice moment and she puts her hand on Deb's shoulder, her left hand on Deb's shoulder to like, be like, we're here for you. Like, it's okay. And, Deb feels something on her hand because she puts her hand on Haley's hand and feels a ring. And then she looks at Nathan and lifts his hand and sees a ring. And she's like, what the fuck is going on here? Somebody better tell me what's going on here. And she rips into Haley.
0: I told you my blood's fucking boiling here, okay? Now, the entirety of season one, I had renamed this podcast the Deb Stan Podcast, much like you renamed this the Stan Tassel Boots, the Tassel Boots Stan Podcast. (laughs) But after this fucking outlandish fucking heel promo that Deb cuts, tells Haley to shut up, shut your fucking mouth, shut your selfish mouth. You caused this. You're the reason why Dan's in the fucking hospital. Now,
1: I get Deb had a lot oh. of emotion going on. Her husband A didn't sign the divorce papers yeah. <laughs> clearly cuz he had a heart attack. And now her son who is emancipated, he didn't need to ask permission to get married. Um he got married. Just her did son it. that Basically, divorced her and her husband. Got married in high school.
0: But you know what? All that aside, none of that would have happened if Deb and Dan's relationship was one of togetherness. We know was this.
1: like Haley and
0: was like an actual relationship, relationship between a husband and a wife. Yeah, they forced Nathan to do that. So now she's blaming all of this on him. This is no longer.
1: Well, on Haley.
0: Haley and him. But this is no longer the Deb Stan podcast. This is the Deb See You Next Tuesday podcast. (laughs) She's done, man. She's officially had her Bret Hart heel turn. She can go die.
1: Well, and then Deb runs out of the chapel and runs into Karen because, I mean, Karen's at the hospital visiting Whitey. So, Whitey, or Karen comes around the corner. Of
0: course. And
1: sees Deb and she's like, Deb, what's wrong? Like, why are you here? And then Deb tells her everything about Dan and then Nathan and Haley being married. And she's like, that's not the Haley I know. And she's like, well... Or she's not that. That's not the Haley James I know. And she's like, you mean Haley Scott? You mean Haley Scott?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, this fucking hospital. Now, of course, I know Karen was here saying Whitey. But what are the odds of Deb just walking out of this chapel, going down and happening to see Karen at the same time? Karen not knowing anything that's going on here. And now everything is thrown on to her from Deb. How many times do we have to see these coincidental fucking meetings? I mean, is this hospital? is obviously in Tree Hill, so that means it's obviously probably about two hallways of a hospital. There's about three rooms, the whole thing. Dan's got one of them, Whitey's got the other, and some Randall's got the other one. Oh, my God. But because there's only 47 people in Tree Hill, you only need a few hospital rooms because only 2% of the population is in the hospital at the time.
1: You're so extra. I
0: find it so coincidental, but... I digress. Continue.
1: So, Haley and Nathan are asking Haley's parents permission.
0: Yeah, they are.
1: To get married. <laughs> and, you know, Haley's like, "Guys, like I'm not someone that just does things irrational. Like decisions. I make yep. I really think through everything I do. I really want this." Yep. So she's making a good case for herself. Oh, for sure.
0: But so she's upstairs and then she starts walking down the stairs much like many kids do. They're upstairs in their room while their parents are talking and they come halfway down the stairs so they can listen in to their parents' conversation. <laughs> and this isn't just any parents' conversation. This is the fucking Lydia and Jimmy should we let our daughter marry this emancipated dude conversation.
1: While they're in high school.
0: While they're in fucking high school and they're 16 years old. But as if I Lydia's do, pro. I, as if I didn't like Haley enough already. I love Haley. She's great. I stand her more than Deb now because fuck Deb. But mm. where does Haley get all this awesomeness from? Obviously, her fucking parents. Mm-hmm. And this conversation that Jimmy and Lydia have uh-huh. is phenomenal. And one of my absolute favorite conversations that any characters have had in this entire series to this day.
1: It was... Awesome. Like, (laughs) do you want to elaborate on it?
0: Oh, my God. So, first, Lydia's like, well, you know, I mean... First, she's getting married in high school. Then when she graduates, she'll be turning to prostitution. No, it's
1: if we don't let her get married, they'll be together anyway. She'll get pregnant or (laughs) whatever. She'll get pregnant.
0: She'll turn to prostitution. She'll develop a crack and cocaine addiction. (laughs) She'll be a crack whore. She'll be living on the streets with all these kids. (laughs)
1: Jimmy's just like, okay, Lydia, calm the fuck down.
0: Honestly, it sounds like something I would say.
1: I know, it is totally <laughs> like, something so you would say. so over and
0: above and extra and hyperbolic that it sounds like me. So, obviously, I love these two so much. I
1: told you you would love Haley's parents, and you're like... Remains to be seen. And I'm like, That's you thing. will love I nev- Haley's parents.
0: You just said that. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know their personalities. I didn't know anything about them. So I couldn't make that judgment on on them you without knowing them. But now I do. And they're fucking awesome. And I love them. And this conversation is hilarious. But Lydia also realizes and tells Jimmy that, yeah.
1: Her parents didn't like him. She didn't yeah. want him to marry like, didn't want them to get married. And she was like, you know, obviously we went against that. And she said
0: and it they got out. over
1: it. But I kind of loved them a little bit less because they didn't see what I saw in you.
0: Yeah. And look at them now. They've been married for years. They've got all these great kids. They're the whole thing, right? So now that they see that Haley's basically almost doing the same great thing. Great remains,
1: see- remains to be seen.
0: Oh, with these other kids. Hey,
1: I mean, so we know Haley's got a butt ton of siblings. Yeah.
0: But we don't know how many and who and what capacity.
1: Based on internet searches, she definitely has quite a handful, like about the same amount of siblings that my mom has. Okay. But yeah, you'll see how many you actually get introduced to.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Interesting Mm -hmm. turn of events. Now we are back at the beach no longer on the boat, but still hose. Brooke and Peyton are having a fire.
1: They're talking about, you know, like, Lucas and everything that went on. And they decide, we don't really want to read this letter. We don't, like, he's gone. So what does that it matter? Did, what did they not want to read? The letter. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Um, so... <laughs> They're like, why should we let, like, he's already gone. Why should we let him, like, hang on to us and like this any longer? Like, yeah,
0: yeah he basically kind of holds it over them if they still have this letter. Oh, God. So, what do they do? They burn the letter.
1: We also forgot to mention Luke and Nate have a conversation on the phone, and Luke calls Nate his brother. His little bro. His yeah. little bro. So cute. Yeah. I've been waiting for that moment.
0: Yeah, very interesting.
1: And Lucas convinces Keith that they need to go back. And Keith's like, why? And he's like, because it's your brother.
0: Because it's your brother. And, and th- this class that he's going to be teaching at the school has already put all this art together for Keith. Welcome, Mr. Scott. And he's looking and he's all happy, but... Little does he know that he's going to have to go back to Tree Hill to see his ailing brother. Yeah. And what the absolute fuck. You asked me my prediction going into season two. How long would Lucas and Keith stay in Charleston? And I was like five, six episodes tops. Not nah, nana, Less than one fucking episode. Lucas was in I have a,
1: to let you make mistakes.
0: Lucas was in a fucking coma longer than they were in Charleston.
1: Oh, my God. Whitey gets a visit from the surgeon and or a doctor, whatever. And Whitey's got a tumor that's pushing on the nerves in his eye that's mm. giving him eye trouble, trouble. Remember when I was having eye trouble? Yeah. They called it papilledema. It's when you have a tumor that's pushing on the nerves in your eye.
0: We're all about uh, the uh, medical marvels in this episode with that and the hypotrophic cardiomyopathy.
1: Well, they don't state it as papilledema, but when I was having eye troubles, the emergency or the eye doctor said that it was possible I had papilledema. Turns out it was optic neuritis, and now I have MS. (laughs) Joy to the world! Um, But yes,
0: wow, okay,
1: (laughs) fuck off. Um, So Whitey is now like needs to have this surgery to remove the tumor on his brain so that his eyes can go back to normal.
0: Do you think this has anything to do with his deoxyribonucleic acid?
1: What the fuck is that? DNA. Oh. Oh. It's just a fucking brain tumor. <laughs> um,
0: Could have been uh, coming down. Could have had some family members previously. Could have had some kind of tumor issues.
1: Haley is having second thoughts. Ooh. She She's at the apartment with Nathan. <laughs> she's They've already gotten married. So now she's just unpacking her CDs and she's trying to alphabetize their CD collections. I
0: like how this spurs on. Oh, this isn't going to work. We have no doubles in our CD collection. <laughs>
1: Remember when we put together our CD collection? We
0: had a lot of doubles, dude.
1: A decent amount. Not a ton, but. Way
0: like- more than Haley and Nathan. Holy <laughs> fuck. We had Billy Talent doubles. We had Iron Maiden doubles. We had Blink 182 doubles. We had fucking. No, we didn't have that? a
1: Blink 182 double.
0: Pretty sure we did.
1: I don't think we did because I just had the title double We have a lot of fucking doubles. Yes. We did have a decent amount of doubles. Yes. So us combining our CD collection, no big deal. It was, you know, you gained some Backstreet Boys and I- You
0: gained Dying Fetus.
1: Yeah. Right? (laughs) It was weird, but okay. (laughs) But yes. She's having some second thoughts. She misses her room. She misses her own, like, house. She's not sure if she can do this, but they've already kind of done it. Yeah. They're already married. She's still wearing the ring.
0: So they go back to the ceremony of (laughs) when they actually got married. James and Lydia are the witnesses. Totally (laughs) gave the okay for Nathan to marry Haley. And here we are outside, outside wedding, Do you take this man to be your lawful wedded wife always and forever? Do you take this
1: man to be your lawfully wedded wife? Yes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) And do you take this lady to be your lawfully wedded husband? (laughs) It's 2023. Let's get over this, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Although this was in 2004, but they are married, and this was quite a cute little small ceremony, and it worked out. And the first mention of always
1: Always and forever.
0: Always
1: and forever. That's right,
0: dude. Always and forever. So it feels like always and forever is going to be something going forward is going to be one of those things.
1: You only know that. Cause one day you came home when they were literally saying that line to each other yeah. in a random episode. And I, before I even got a chance to pause and you were like, always, always and forever. And, forever. and you were making fun I of me. I
0: know the etymology of always and forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Luke and Keith are back and Luke happens to go right to the beach Where Brooke and Peyton.
0: Well, he saw his mom first. He went home and saw Karen. But again, Hollywood, get your fucking head out of your ass. How does Lucas know where the fuck Peyton and Brooke are? Peyton didn't even know what they were doing that day. And now all of a sudden, Lucas knows exactly where they are at this time. Again, Tree Hill has forty-seven people. I know they have one beach. It's probably adjacent to He's Lucas's probably, house.
1: Lucas <laughs> but, probably has a tracking device in Peyton's purse. <laughs> oh my
0: god! Yeah, for how much of a fucking creep he is. But I'm sure because of how small Tree Hill is, his house is adjacent to this beach. But he goes there and somehow they're like some chasing way, each other
1: around the beach. They're playing like- tag
0: see who gets off. to scissor or finger whoever first
1: oh my god
0: <laughs> and lucas just fucking shows up he's, he's just like staring at them hmm, i just came back it was about a four to six hour drive from charleston i want to go see brook and payton and wonder what they're doing oh look at that fire over there i bet they're having a fire at the beach
1: fuck yeah and then Keith That's Hollywood brother. Keith goes to the hospital to see Deb and, you know, make sure she's okay and also visit Dan. And Dan's still in his coma and then Keith is hugging Deb and Dan I looked at Sean and I was like, "Make sure you're paying attention right now because Dan wakes up oh, and sees Keith. Keith hugging deb the whole reason he had his fucking heart attack is because he saw his brother sleeping with his wife you know what he's all stressed you know
0: what it would have even been better is if dan wakes up sees that happening and then passes out again and <laughs> flat <lines>. uh, <laughs> now that's good tv dude oh my god <laughs> overall though phenomenal season premiere Premier. Uh, Just unbelievable, and it definitely did feel like part two to the season finale. It's all in one. You could put an hour and a half of this together, and it's basically all one episode, but man, good fucking TV here. Highly enjoyed it, and although I didn't like it more than the season finale season one, I didn't like it less either, so that's why I'm giving it a dollar sign, 4.79, just like the season finale.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. My Goodness gracious so
1: good Wasn't it like
0: imagine if this is 2004 and you had to wait four or five Months to actually watch this next episode Thinking that there's gonna be A jump in time and it's just The next fucking day (laughs) but it all Works out Lucas and Keith were in Charleston for a fucking cup Of coffee and here they are Once again back in tree hill I guess Keith was just like ah fuck I don't want to teach a stupid fucking class I have No job in tree hill but I'm going back There anyway
1: I mean, not
0: exactly the smartest move, but I guess it was necessary. But now he's going to make Dan probably have another heart attack by what's going (laughs) on at the end of this episode.
1: Just like, oh, sorry, bro. Hugging your wife. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So we go from hugging your brother's wife to hugging yourself. Because we are here in Rockford, Illinois, one night after WrestleMania. It is Raw is War, March 24th, 1997. Two days
1: after my birthday. Two
0: days after your seventh birthday. Right off the hop, we get the new intro, the fucking thorn in your eye. We get the pyro, we get the fireworks, we me get miss the, the old lights. Old intro a How could bit. you like the old Monday Night Raw intro as opposed to this? This explosions and fire and guys fighting in a flaming ring. The music and that's the whole fucking point of it. It's raw is war. It's not Monday Night Raw anymore. It's raw is. I still call
1: it Monday Night Raw.
0: Call it whatever you want, but we're here at March 24th, (laughs) 1997 in Rockford, Illinois. And speaking of hugging each other, Mankind hugs himself because he is the number one contender for The Undertaker's World Wrestling Federation title. Vince McMahon, JR, and The King, Jerry Lawler on commentary. Let us know right off the hop that... Good old Mankind is next in line for a title shot. Ick. Why is he in line for a title shot? I don't know. Because he hasn't done anything to deserve it.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I was saying, like, he's barely been around.
0: Feels like it. Yeah, he's been on and off. Like, he was
1: around for a little bit, like, at the start. At the start, because he
0: was in a feud with The Undertaker.
1: But now he's just kind of disappeared. Yeah, and... It's been more about Vader.
0: Yeah, and... He gets a double count out at WrestleMania in a tag match, and he gets a world title match after that. How does oh that my make
1: God. sense? Yeah, I don't get it.
0: I don't know. But WrestleMania 13 has passed. Bulldog and Owen retain their tag team titles, and the Headbangers won their Four Corners Elimination Tag Team match for the number one contendership. So now, right away, first match, Headbangers. Versus hardcore
1: fucks against versus tassel boots of cutie patootie
0: (laughs) your favorite tag team now I no longer stand Deb but I know you still stand tassel boots of course and cutie patootie heart yes my goodness sweethearts oh the sweethearts
1: Right? Oh, my God. Woo! Always the, no, it's they're flexing then mostly. They flex. They're flexing. Well, Owen
0: does the woo, and then Bulldog goes under and flexes, and then they're Owen like goes under and flexes. They're, like, going back and forth.
1: It was so funny. <laughs> they're so
0: they're great.
1: They're adorable. And they're
0: such a great team, too. Like, it obviously makes sense that they've been tag chants for so long, because if you look at all these other tag teams on the roster, there's no one that could hold their fucking jockstrap. Oh, jock no You got fucking Pokeball bros. <laughs> you got hardcore Fox. So you got lame fucks Who are also the Pokeball bros Because mm-hmm. you got to talk about them twice Because they're that fucking lame <laughs> And then you got the hillbelly fucks I don't think
1: they deserve to be talked about twice
0: And then you got the hillbelly fucks
1: So many fucks
0: So many fucks and so <laughs> many bitches And they cannot hold a candle to Owen and Bulldog yeah. But one team that might be able to hold their jockstrap Gets a promo mid-match oh, <laughs> What a rush it's the Legion of Doom here, mm. and now I know we watched the Slammies and mankind won the loosest screw award <laughs> for most insane and out there. But although him and Psycho Sid are definitely loose cannons, do you think that Hawk of the Legion of Doom may rank up there with the craziest guys well, in the definitely,
1: company? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> he this guy is fucking unhinged, but like he's a spiky dino bro so i love this unhinged guy
0: right here's an unhinged guy here's an unhinged guy that you like and not only you like him so much that you do tiktoks of his promos and shit (laughs) (laughs) shut up and are we gonna do another one where you're gonna tell me that you're gonna rip out my medulla oblongata
1: no (laughs) no thanks (laughs) That was fun though the first one that was that was interesting. was good times yes. I couldn't stop laughing.
0: oh yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's great, dog. Legion of Doom.
1: just the weirdest shit to say. Like, how do you come up with that shit? He just, like, says it, and you're the, like...
0: The fly-covered sweat Fuck
1: <laughs> sakes, bro. What is up <laughs> and, with your brain? And
0: ripping out Medulla Bungadas. Oh, and, God. Oh, man. Hawk's just a gem.
1: Unhinged.
0: Un-fucking-hinged. <laughs> he's certifiable, but we love him because he's fucking Legion of Doom. They're the Road Warriors. They're one of the most, if not the most, legendary tag team of all time, and now they're back and we're so excited that they're back and we also find out that they're getting the tag team title match at the next pay-per-view on 420 april 20th 420 420. that's the next in your house pay-per-view back in the ring we have bulldog with the patented vertical suplex But they're facing the headbangers, and they wear skirts.
1: (laughs) That was so funny. (laughs) His head just gets totally covered in skirt. (laughs) Other guys' undies are right up in the air.
0: Undies in the air. (laughs) Bulldog can't see shit. Skirts ahead of (laughs) him.
1: Oh, my God. That (laughs) was pretty hilarious.
0: But again, now we tease the dissension. Bulldog goes to run into the ropes. He accidentally hits Owen, and fair play. Owen should be pissed here, because Bulldog should see what Owen's doing on the apron. They get into it. They keep going back and forth, keep going at it. How long have we teased this dissension? Mm, Owen threw out Bulldog at the Rumble. They've been at each other's odds for the longest time. Bulldog broke his fucking Slammy, for fuck's sake. Yep.
1: And now he has two slammies. because he's a winner! Oh Woo! <laughs> a stolen slammy but you know
0: we don't know who was nominated for that so he just took it and it's his it's rightfully his oh damn it he's the captain of the team leave him alone oh my god but oh my god oh, oh my god it's fucking happening okay bulldog I
1: don't like it
0: bulldog hits thrasher sure with the running power slam finish then he puts Owen on top of him to get the one, two, three. Owen gets off Thrasher and says, what the hell are you doing? I had him beat. Don't put me on top of him. And they start fucking fighting each other. And not just fighting each other. We got a pull apart fucking brawl. Mm-hmm. Finally, the brothers-in-law at it. Face to face,
1: fist to fist. I didn't like it.
0: And you were crying oh, I wasn't
1: crying God. I was just like, no, you're don't do sobbing, this to me You're sobbing, you're
0: bawling your poor oh eyes God. out That Owen you're and so Bulldog extra. Are officially At each other's odds And now breaking up? They're the tag team champions
1: They can't break up Are they not
0: a tag team anymore? Even though they're the tag champs? So they keep going back and forth And Owen gets on the mic and he's just like I'm sick of your crap I know I can beat you. I'm the leader of the team.
1: <laughs> Yet they play Tassel Boots music. They
0: play uh, Rural Britannia every time Owen and Bulldog comes out. That's right.
1: When do I get to hear his other music? It's not for a while.
0: Yeah. It's not for but a while. But I do get to hear it. Oh, eventually, yes. Yeah, we will get to it. Good. It's a while, though.
1: Because I remember you showed it to me, and I was it's like, cool. "This is fucking badass." Oh, it's a
0: it's a fucking banger, like dude. I and like honestly, it. I feel like I want to put that at the end of this episode Good. because Do it's it. such a fucking it's such banger. a banger. Oh, it's a great song. Not that Rule Britannia isn't a great song, and it fits him quite well. well but yes. oh, his uh, it's next so great. Theme? My
1: parents are in England right now. They
0: are Rule Britannia. But his next theme is my absolute favorite Bulldog banger theme song. But yeah, Owen and Bulldog. And he wants, Owen wants, pronouns, pal. Owen wants (laughs) a fucking European title
1: match. He wants a redo.
0: Yeah, he wants a rematch. And Bulldog's like, yeah, you want to do it tonight? We'll do it tonight. You want to do it tomorrow? We'll do it tomorrow. You want to do it next week? You want to do it at the pay-per-view? We'll fucking do it. And here we are, next week on Raw, European Championship match. Bulldog mm. versus Owen, brothers-in-law, finally at it. This time not in Berlin, Germany. Holy shit, dude. It's, it's fucking happening. It's on, dude.
1: I'm nervous.
0: We've teased this for months.
1: I'm nervous. Oh, that's
0: Here's the prediction. Who wins this match? Bulldog oh. beat Owen in Germany for the title. Owen versus Bulldog part two. Who do you got?
1: I want it to be tassel boots. Of
0: course.
1: So fucking bad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it this,
1: this is so hard. Cause like yep. I feel I like know. he could outsmart him anyways. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck, don't do knows? this to oh, me, who knows? bro. Who
0: knows? Just well, guess we'll just like the letter. We'll have oh to wait God. and see with what happens with Owen in Bulldog. That's not fair hugging himself in the backstage as mankind pulling unhinged. his hair out unhinged and he's wants uncle paul to
1: come back come back uncle paul uncle paul I was like, don't leave me what the fuck me. is this guy talking uncle about uncle paul
0: where are now you? i think
1: of fucking uncle, white piece of dog uncle shit as Vader's bitch uh,
0: yeah cuz
1: we've barely seen mankind
0: yeah so all of a sudden after this double count out at Wrestlemania take team match they didn't win the titles it feels like mankind's gonna need Paul Bear in his corner to face the Undertaker at this pay-per-view coming up on 420
1: apparently not
0: and he's not
1: so let me get this straight okay so white piece of dog shit now that undertaker's champ yeah he's gonna go crawling back and be like please forgive me i know you want to kill me but please forgive me i can make sure you stay a champion like fuck off you are a piece of shit and you need to just go fucking die <laughs> go get go get scooped up by a poop scooper <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) Stop using my line.
0: I can do whatever I want. Damn it! And speaking of, we got fucking Scissor Bitch's brother. We got Bart Gun in a one-on-one against Hunter.
1: Diz Prince and Buff Bitch obviously is by his side.
0: Is it Jack Bitch or Buff Bitch? Buff Bitch. Buff Buff Bitch. Okay, because we Buff Bitch sounds better. We have.
1: China, China, China.
0: People think I don't like China. I love China. China, China is the new China, by the way. China, China, China. I deal with China, 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 big league, China. So don't tell me about China. I know China, China. And by the way, I love China. I mean, I love China. How can you not love China? I love China, China, China. I mean, how can you not love China? China, China, (laughs) buff buff bitch bitch herself. China... But before we get into the match. The
1: best there is. Oh, God. The best there was. Bitch Hart is a
0: bitch. And the best there ever will be. I got something to say, Vince McMahon. And you got to give me time to say it. I got
1: something to get off my chest. (laughs) I don't. I don't. I just don't like him. Brett's got
0: something to say, man.
1: Yeah, well, he can just shut the fuck up (laughs) and say it not on TV. (laughs) Please and thank you.
0: We get back and Vince agrees he's going to need some TV time later. Don't know how long, though. But Bart Gun, apparently he's stealing British Bulldogs moves. He's trying to do the stalling vertical suplex, but only Bulldog can really do that. We also get in the middle of the match. We get a Gold Dust promo. Sans Marlena.
1: Oh, poor girl.
0: Poor girl. And Gold Dust had like the platoon like moment where he's getting gunned down in the middle of the ring, holding his wife in his arms, falling to his knees. What a heartbreaking moment for Gold Dust. And he goes on about how much.
1: Poor, poor, sparkled tits.
0: It's affected him. He, uh, he doesn't know what to do anymore. And yet...
1: <laughs> or was it glitter tits? I forget. Glitter
0: juice, glitter tits, glitter whatever. Probably
1: glitter tits. That so makes more sense because he's the glitter juice king.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, she's golden titties, though. Golden titties, she's that's go- what I thought you were talking about gold dust. Yeah, I know, Marlena. No,
1: golden titties. Golden
0: fucking titties and great ones at that. But sure, the King Lawler's talking about gold dust. And he's calling him like Jim Carrey's new movies, calling him liar, liar. Have you ever seen Liar, Liar with Jim Carrey? Great fucking movie. Jim Carrey beats the shit out of himself in a bathroom.
1: My favorite Jim Carrey movie is not one that you would expect.
0: Much like your favorite Iron Maiden and Nirvana albums.
1: Fuck off. (laughs) Fuck off. Yeah.
0: Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I was
1: just going to say Spotless Mind. All of a sudden, I was like, wait, there's more to it. Great. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Best Jim Carrey movie, in my opinion.
0: Well, that's your favorite Jim Carrey. It's definitely not the best one, but it's your favorite. In my opinion,
1: it's the best. Well,
0: you haven't even seen all the Jim Carrey movies. So how could you say that?
1: Because. I like him in a serious role. I like
0: him in a serious role too, but I grew up during the 90s wacky, crazy Jim Carrey era. I'm
1: not big on the wacky, That's crazy. That's his
0: whole shtick, and he built a career off of I it. I
1: know, but I really liked him in I like role. the
0: serious roles too, but you still gotta give respect. Remember
1: the first time you watched it with me? Yeah, it was Valentine's great. Day? Yeah,
0: it was great. I loved it.
1: 2017? It
0: threw me for a loop too. Like, holy shit. now you're giving me those weird bedroom eyes so i'm gonna move (laughs) on (laughs) fucking china she fucking slams bark gun on the outside this is a 270 pound dude and she picks him up like he's fucking nothing Mm -hmm. she picks him up like a small child and fucking slams his ass to the fucking floor throws him in pedigree arms hooked Uno, do Stress, or an ni song for the Japanese oh fans God. out there. Trips gets another big W. He's been on his way. Big win at WrestleMania since losing this Intercontinental title match uh, to Rocky Maivia. Trips has been on a roll. Like he's he's, he's working everybody. up to getting it
1: back. Yeah,
0: he wants it back.
1: But I like that they're not. You know, you're gonna get it back right away. Yeah, he's got to build up
0: to it, right?
1: You know. Like they should fucking do with fucking bitch heart. Sorry, brah. You got to work up to it again. But he
0: did. He beat Stone Cold Steve Austin to a bloody pulp at WrestleMania.
1: So that wasn't for the fucking... Title. yeah
0: but he's working his way back up he beat the shit out of him yeah
1: but then he's gonna go and fucking complain <laughs> bitch and whine after and oh winning one god. match oh my god i won one match so give it to me give me yeah. give me yeah give me give me Pretty fuck much. off Pretty i'm gonna fucking much. roundhouse kick you in the face
0: <laughs> you know who else we need to roundhouse kick in the face is these triple a lucha fucking lameness uh, match yeah this we
1: totally skipped this six man
0: tag with i don't even know who the fuck they were and i don't fucking care so we don't completely skip past and that's kind of a thing we do on tree hill wrestling federation is if we got a bunch of luchas in a multi-man match it's mm-hmm. just a car wreck spot so why the fuck would we watch this fucking spot it's back? just
1: a waste of time if we fast forward it saves time and I can go to bed earlier.
0: <laughs> Me too, dude. <laughs> then we get to a Rocky and Rocky promo. We have Rocky Mayavi with his good old daddy O Rocky Johnson.
1: Good old papa.
0: Apparently, Rocky Johnson had to buy his own ticket to WrestleMania (laughs) (laughs) because he doesn't get the comps because he's Rocky Johnson, even though he's a former tag team champion. Oh, my God. But Rocky, Rocky here. Oh, I'm so proud of you, son. You did so well. But when I saw you get jumped by Iron Sheik and Bob Backlund and the Sultan, I just had to do something about it. But he also promised he would never interfere in Rocky Maivia's match ever again. And wouldn't you know, we would never see Rocky Johnson. Johnson ever again on TV. So he stayed true to his word. I will never interfere and come back. And he never did.
1: I wish that certain wrestlers would do the same. Like who? I will never interfere.
0: Name me three wrestlers that you wish would never come back.
1: (laughs) Bitch heart. Yeah. Fuck. One. Yeah uh mankind
0: Uh uh-huh and
1: (laughs) hmm who else do i hate there's a lot of people i hate there is
0: mark Merrill. sunny sunny nice (laughs) well i've seen her come back lots
1: ew you're terrible
0: (laughs) honky tonk man completely coked out of his mind once of course, again. Every time. He is just
1: He's so irritating. Completely off his can rocker. Can he Can I also
0: Get rid of him? Get
1: rid of him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm pretty sick of his long sideburns. I'm pretty sick of his slick back hair and oh, I don't want him to come so to my annoying. town in his pink Cadillac. But he's on commentary for Of course this? and he
1: never shuts up. Yeah.
0: But he's on commentary for this next match. It's
1: some loser.
0: Brooklyn brawler.
1: Versus Pim Daddy loser and his loser hose.
0: The only thing, every time we have to endure a flash funk match, we know we have to sit through a fucking entrance that takes 10 years to fucking happen.
1: It's longer than Undertaker.
0: Undertaker gets jealous of how long this fucking <laughs>
1: intro is. <laughs> Shit. get over it we don't care literally do not give a shit get about the fuck
0: you out of here
1: now fair
0: props flash Funk. he's not bad in the ring he's got some nice moves got a little bit of psychology but overall dude no one gives a shit no one cares no one gives a shit about this guy and he has trouble beating the brooklyn brawler brooklyn brawler has been around since the mid 80s and he is known as being the basically the face of the jobbers. If you need a guy to get a win on TV, get him against Brooklyn Brawler. And he's been that guy for like over 10 years by this point. And he still comes back every once in a while. And he jobs every single fucking time. So you know when you're in the ring with Brooklyn Brawler, you should have a pretty decisive victory over him. But it took Flash Funk a little while to beat him. So yeah. it shows you how much... Flack they put into Flash Funk in the company because he could barely get this win over the brawler. And on episode one of this podcast, I shouted out Abe Knuckleball Schwartz. The Brooklyn Schwartz. <laughs> Schwartz, as you like to say. Uh the Brooklyn Brawler played the part of Abe Knuckleball
1: Schwartz. Jesus fuck.
0: He did. Flash funk with the 450 splash in the win. And let's hope he can 450 right on his head so we never have to see him ever again. Ken Shamrock with a promo <laughs> Four backstage. Four-leaf clover. Four clover. Ken Shamrock <laughs> and Vince is grilling the him. leprechaun. Vince is grilling him saying, hey, like, you know, what happened last night? What happened with the Austin Brett submission match and shamrock just goes straight into it he's like austin couldn't defend himself he was unconscious he was beaten to a bloody pulp and that's why i stopped the match but then brett tried to get involved again and go after him when he was already unconscious so Shamrock had to take matters into his own hands. Would you like to see that match? Shamrock versus Bret Hart? <laughs> you how badly Shamrock could possibly beat the shit out of Bret oh, Hart that in that would be match. So he's, good. He's a legit
1: fighter. I know. I want to see it. Oh
0: boy. Will I see it one Will day? we ever see it? Oh, Shamrock. You're kind of hinting that maybe I will. Could very possibly. But speaking of Bret
1: Hart, the excellence of execution. Bitch Hart gets his bitch in and is a fucking bitch.
0: <laughs> Basically, that's this entire segment. And it goes long. It's too. so
1: fucking long. Like at the end, like end of the episode, it gets cut short. No fucking wonder this guy wouldn't shut the fuck up.
0: He went on for a while.
1: Turn off his microphone. (laughs) Kick him off the stage. Like, come on, Vince McMahon. You're the fucking boss. Yeah. Put on your boss man shoes and get this bitch out of the fucking ring because I'm done.
0: He's the boss man, but he ain't no big boss There's so many
1: Bret Hart fans that are probably like, fuck you, bitch. And I'm like.
0: But you know what? You
1: know what? I do not like this guy. I come in to start watching this shit, and all he does is bitch and moan. Yep. And I'm sick of it.
0: Yeah, you haven't seen the prior 8, 9, 10 years of this guy's career no. where he's been- I a don't s-
1: care to at this point. That
0: he's been a squeaky clean heel, and now the literally the last- Squeaky
1: clean heel?
0: A uh, squeaky clean face, sorry. Squeaky clean face- that he's been basically his entire career except for a bit of a heel run early on but now he's a fucking disgusting horrible awful heel and yeah you're not Annoying having as it fuck. you're not having it i
1: don't like it
0: he starts I'm sorry out sorry
1: you're wasting my time
0: <laughs> he starts out and apologizes to his fans in oh, britain God. his fans all over europe His fans in Japan, his fans in China, and especially his fans in Canada, where he's from. Count me
1: out of that.
0: He's apologizing, but he doesn't want to apologize to the United States of America. And he goes off about all these American wrestlers like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now he's a damn lousy stinking hyena. He's getting screwed. And that's what's happening
1: to Bret Hart. He
0: Keeps getting screwed. He gets screwed by the WWF.
1: He gets screwed by Vince McMahon. I think he just wants to whine and complain. <laughs> he
0: gets screwed by Stone Cold Steve Austin. And after all of this, he goes through everything about how he left, how he came back, how he beat Stone Cold, how he should have beat Sid, but Shawn Michaels cost him the title. How he actually People won. Do that
1: all the time. How he
0: actually won the Royal Rumble, but got nothing for it and stone cold won it and then also winning the final four to winning the championship there and losing it the next night because of stone cold steve austin and getting screwed again in the cage match a week before wrestlemania he goes through all of this and i tell you it's all truth
1: it's truth but everybody else has to deal with that at some point everyone and literally, Shawn Michaels comes out and is like, yeah, sure, you're speaking some truth. But here's my truth. Yep. And here's the thing. And he starts speaking his truth. And I'm like, yeah, bitch.
0: Go prom king.
1: Fucking prom king. Love <laughs> it. Love to see it. Just come out here and spout your shit.
0: Love it. United States doesn't respect me. Oh, shit. And shut guess off, what? No I don't wonder. respect the United States. So the United States fans...
1: From coast to coast, kiss my ass. Ugh, he's the worst, honestly.
0: So, yeah, Brett cuts this fuck America promo, and Shawn Michaels comes out and he's speaking his truth too, where he likes to live his life openly and freely and doesn't pretend to be somebody he's not. And yeah, a lot more truth here from HBK, and he's fucking ripping into Brett with oh, this yeah. promo. And Brett's got nothing here because he knows that a lot of this is what he's saying is true. Is
1: in fact true. And the thing is, if other wrestlers had come out and said, like, you know, this is my truth, too. Like, he would have looked like the biggest fucking fool in the WWF. Yes, you've been wronged, as you say. But so has everyone else at some point. So what makes you so special that you think that you get special treatment? No. Yeah, I can see, Honestly, it. see
0: from that perspective no, as well. No, like
1: yeah. Undertaker's been wronged.
0: Fair. Yeah.
1: tassel boots has probably been wronged at some point cutie patootie has probably been wronged at some point stone cold steve austin hbk diz prince like everybody so shut the fuck up it's not all about you it's not the fucking bret hart show <laughs> it's
0: not all about you, motherfucker. That's very true. It's
1: not the Dan Scott show, <laughs> it's not the Bret so, Hart show. <laughs> shut up! I love how
0: heated you're getting about this. Dude. I like this
1: guy pisses me off. <laughs> so are you on the much? side of
0: the U.S. of A. Are yeah. you an American hero? Are you a fan of America? Are you on America's side?
1: I in this situation, I am Team America. And I am a full-blown Canadian.
0: World police?
1: But right now, what the fuck? (laughs) Right now, in this situation where it's like Bret Hart versus USA, I am team USA.
0: Well, I'll enjoy my free healthcare, dude. Shawn Michaels. (laughs) (laughs) And my postal codes, not my zip codes, dude. Shawn Michaels, he ends it off. America, love it. Or leave it
1: exactly. And you Get the can fuck out. leave
0: it, and Bret Hart does not like that because he makes all his money in America and gets paid in American funds, so he gets paid more than yeah. he would in Canada. So he's gonna
1: talk shit about America, yet you know America is what an, pays him.
0: And gets paid in American dollars, which is <laughs> stupid way more shit. than Canadian dollars. <laughs> but what does Bret do? Like the sneaky Canadian heel that he is. He fucking goes after Shawn Michaels' leg. He kicks him in the back of the leg. and keeps going after it. Then he brings him to the post. The fucking figure four leg lock on Piece the post. Shit. Shawn Michaels is selling this shit, too. Like, you know, he's got a bad knee. But, man, Brett is fucking wailing on this knee takes about 17 referees and agents to get them off here yeah and man really put over brett as this fucking disgusting canadian heel that he is man we got a brand new number one heel in the company and it's fucking bret hart holy shit <sighs> stone cold never gave up
1: no he, he didn't
0: didn't quit he didn't say I quit. He didn't tap out. He passed out from massive blood loss. So he never gave and up. To the
1: head too. Yeah,
0: that visual of the blood just going down his teeth and all down his face—it looked insane, but it was yeah. a hella visual. But yes, after all that, even he did not give up to. And Bret Hart.
1: also, Bret Hart was an asshole of Vince. And, yeah, pushed him and pushed down. him down,
0: and the first time ever being physical with Vince And like, oh. I'm
1: surprised that Vince was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll give you your time."
0: You can tell the whole time, the whole
1: though. time he was seething, oh, yes. Oh, yes. just like I was. He
0: was not happy. Oh yeah,
1: and I wasn't pushed <laughs> down by Brett, but I wanted to push him the fuck down. Man.
0: And then we get we have a non-title uh, match here between Rocky Maivia the Pebble who still is getting zero reaction from the fans <laughs> against Nissan. Well, especially
1: after what just happened.
0: Fair enough, but...
1: After what just happened, it would be harder to give a reaction to the next match. Sure. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah,
0: but look at WrestleMania 13.
1: still be reeling after
0: that. Look at WrestleMania 13. Rocky Maivia fought the Sultan right after that shitty four corners elimination tag match. And he still didn't get a reaction there either.
1: He gets a few.
0: Woo! Well, he gets three people in the crowd. Woo, yeah. And oh, then Pebble. 16,997 people are is it fuck you Rocky sucks die Rocky die and three people are like woo Pebble <laughs> so they have their match Brett's out again oh my god
1: this guy won't <laughs> fucking quit he won't give up <sighs>
0: Brett's out again he makes goes, me
1: need wine
0: <laughs> goes on commentary. And he keeps going off about the American wrestling fans And blah 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 oh, and Vince is quite right Where he's saying that Brad's gonna flush his legacy Down the toilet yes. with his attitude right now And his whining, complaining, his bitchiness Rocky gets the win here With the cross body up the top rope Lame But then Brad goes after Rocky after oh, the match Goes after the leg Stomps him down And then he's walking out And Nissan leaves like Hey good job man <laughs> <laughs> As he's walking out, what does he have against Rocky Maivia? Is he purposely just going after every American wrestler now?
1: I don't. He's know not least this American. Guy needs to fucking get the fuck out. Yeah, dude. I'm done. Oh man, I'm done. And I'm especially just whatever. Let's yeah. move on to the next match because I'm heated right now.
0: Oh, you want to? And I'm e-
1: especially heated.
0: You want to get even more heated? <laughs>
1: Put your motherfucking fist down. <laughs> I'm going to throw this <laughs> fucking object at you. I don't know what it's this
0: It's a PS2 is. to HDMI converter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are the nation, Lavender no, color. Don't diss don't the man and, and we'll bum rush me. your mother. Listen what I'm saying. This it's for real. episode Not playing. Farouk is the man hit your knees and start praying, but Fruk's not here.
1: Thank God. We still salute. Apparently he's, no. We still salute don't. the Nation of You don't. Do salute the Nation of domination. <laughs> Fuck them. They're little fucking Nation bitches.
0: Uh, yeah, Ripslee's Nation bitches here and Crush and the rest of the Nation are here, but they don't want to get too close to the ring because the Thonginator. Ahmed the thong-inator! Johnson. But he's only got about a quarter thong in this one. It was unfortunately. cheeky undies. Cheeky undies for Ahmed Johnson. We need him to swallow the tights if he's going to be the thonginator.
1: Like right up, right up the crack.
0: Yeah, totally. But yeah, uh, weird absence here by Farouk. Apparently, he's in the hospital because that's where Ahmed put him in after WrestleMania. <laughs> Good. So deserves it. The rest of the Piece nations of shit. here. I'm heated this episode. You really are, dude. I mean... It's fair I mean we got Brett all over the show He's taking out fucking Shawn Michaels and Rocky We got The Nation We got Mankind I
1: already get, know my rating in my head
0: Mankind's getting a title shot Like oh And Stone Cold Steve Austin isn't even in this episode Let's just get through this Oh, Owen fucking... and Bulldogger at odds This is everything you Ugh. hate
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: And everything I love dude Ahmed. The only
1: thing that I was hoping for was a thong from the thonginator i was on major thong watch after all of this disappointment in this episode and i was disappointed again because i did not get a thong
0: and not only that bulldog was wearing the long pants this week too he wasn't even wearing the tights.
1: what is with this episode (laughs) one tree hill episode 10 million times better than this episode jesus fucking christ i
0: don't know about that I'm Not.
1: spitting everywhere. <laughs> <So far laughs> just the
0: vermin is coming out of your mouth. The vulgarity uh. and the absolute obscenity and anger is coming out of every orifice from Aaron, EJK, Aaron, Joanne Kosker. She's pissed. No thong for the thong For
1: fuck's <laughs> sakes, that was my only hope.
0: But I, what I don't get about this match is that The nation's at the top of the ramp, okay? So they're not interfering. So they come down, feel like they're going to interfere. They pull Savio out of the match. Ding, ding, ding. How is this a disqualification? They're literally just pulling their guy out of the match. So anyways, apparently it's a disqualification. But then Ahmed gets on the mic, and we can kind of understand what he's talking about.
1: I understood most of what he said. Most of
0: it. This wasn't too bad. This wasn't uh, the indecipherable Ahmed promo like we're used to. (laughs) Where he needs his Prozac, or he didn't take his Prozac. But he challenges any member of the nation. If I beat you, the nation is he goes gone. away.
1: Bye bye.
0: Ever. Do you honestly think Farouk would take that challenge though?
1: Of course not, because he's a fucking bitch. <laughs>
0: and he's not even there this week, dude. <sighs> so finally we get to the final segment of the show. The brand new World Wrestling Federation champion, the
1: Undertaker. And here's another reason why I'm so heated.
0: White piece of dog shit.
1: First of all, (laughs) okay, there's a few reasons why I'm so heated. There's a lot
0: of reasons in this episode.
1: (laughs) White piece of dog shit. Yeah. Okay. Coming up and like trying to be like... (gasps) Undertaker, I know you want to kill me, but, 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 but I'm going to be a whiny bitch. And then mankind starts spouting off like, Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul, don't leave me, Paul. Uncle Paul. And then Undertaker doesn't even get to say his piece about anything because Bret Hart went so fucking long <laughs> that we don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah,
0: Undertaker <sighs> has a... Zero
1: point two. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Wow. <laughs> Undertaker talks a little bit about how he beats Sid And then Paul Ver comes out And starts talking about how you can beat me up All you want and I guess you're gonna have to And he goes on and Mankind's on the Titantron and wonder where Uncle Paul is And he's right out on the fucking ring But anyways we fade to black it's over. Done. Bret Hart went so fucking long that it cut The Undertaker segment.
1: Oh, I'm so pissed about that. Don't oh. fucking cut off The Undertaker. Yeah,
0: you can't cut off The Undertaker. Because that's
1: what I was looking forward to. Yeah.
0: So now, at the end of this episode. 0.2. Wow. 0.2. Ouch. Ouch. But to... Uh, Boost our spirits a little bit. I have a new segment here for you that I want you to partake in. I think everyone out there has played the fuck, Mary kill game. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck, Mary, kill. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and The Undertaker. Who do you fuck? Who do you marry? And who do you kill? I know exactly who you're going to kill. Because he can't kill the Undertaker because he's already dead.
1: (laughs) Fuck HBK, Mary Undertaker,
0: kill Kill Bret Hart, fucking Bret Hart. Mm, I like it. I like it. Also, we have the uh, kind of a modification of the fuck Mary kill. It's the rate the theme song, so it's the headbang to listen to or toss in the garbage. Of the fuck, Mary Kill for the entrance music for Brett, Sean, and Undertaker. Which one do you headbang to? Which one do you just listen to? And which one do you toss in the garbage?
1: Well, we know which one's going in the garbage for me because I just, I, putting him <laughs> with this, putting it with this wrestler, I'm like, no. But, no. But to be fair,
0: you may hate Bret Hart, but he's got a pretty banging theme song.
1: Headbang to Wee-mah. HBK.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. Headbang to Shawn Michaels, listen to Undertaker, and toss Bret Hart's yes. song in the garden. Get the fuck,
1: anything <laughs> that's linked to him, get the fuck out of here. I mean, I would
0: headbang to Shawn Michaels. I mean, I play Shawn Michaels' song regularly anyway. So
1: <laughs> yeah, because I mean, we have to do so many TikToks with his music, <laughs>
0: apparently. I mean, we all know he's cute. We all know he's sexy because he's got the looks that drives the girls oh wild. Oh, my God. We know he's got the moves. You still
1: need to show me those pictures. That
0: really move him. And he, we know he sends chills up and down your side. cause he's just a sexy boy.
1: Sexy boy. Find me pictures. Oh, yeah. I'll do <laughs> no, <laughs> you keep saying that. I will. Do I think it. you just don't want me to see these pictures. You can look
0: it up yourself, dude.
1: <sighs> Shawn Michaels,
0: Playgirl. Simple as that, dude. Hey,
1: hang on, hang on, hang on. Damn. Nice what
0: she's literally opening the pages of playgirl magazine on the internet
1: <laughs> why is there a fucking belt like this is totally photoshopped on isn't it
0: no he's wearing that belt
1: no like this one.
0: Oh yeah that that's matt riddle
1: <laughs> oh i don't know who that fucking is but okay um yeah no i thought i was gonna see full-blown but i'm not seeing full-blown it's there's, unfortunate. there's a booty you, is there pictures full-blown
0: uh you'd have to find it you just have to search it that's what the fucking internet's for dude uh,
1: and I that's like, how I you like can like the, t- the towel pictures <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay get off of there before you find spoilers <laughs> 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 all right once again we are the tree hill wrestling federation podcast Coming to you from Cornville, Chilliwack, British Columbia.
1: I can't have corn anymore. I have a corn allergy, and this sucks. S-
0: sucks to be you. Brother. I
1: love corn. Band and food. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about corn having an Adidas oh my God. <laughs> partnership? Why
0: now? Why not 20 years ago? <laughs> when they had the
1: song? <laughs> but yes
0: either way i guess adidas finally got around there like okay jonathan davis i guess they will finally fucking give you this especially
1: shit. <laughs> after they booted fucking kanye
0: yeah hilarious <laughs> yeah either way we are tree hill wrestling federation podcast you can follow us subscribe like comment and do all the things on our tiktok all and instagram at TreeHillWF.podcast. And besides Stitcher, which no longer exists, RIP, rest in peace, you can find us on all the other streaming sites, including...
1: Spotify. What? iHeartRadio. What? Apple Podcast. What? Google Podcast. What? Amazon Podcast. What? Deezer. What? And I don't know what else.
0: Pandora.
1: You know what, though? Pandora's kind of lame. Yeah. You can only access it in the States.
0: And it's probably next on the list to join Stitcher on the RIP list.
1: Who knows? Who I don't know. knows? Bye, Stitcher.
0: See you later, Stitcher. We have thoroughly enjoyed recording, watching, and doing this entire podcast that amalgamates One Tree Hill and the wonderful world of professional wrestling. We will continue to do this until the end of One Tree Hill, and we're still kind of figuring out what we want to do after that. But we will figure that out by the time we get there. But until then, we appreciate you. We love you all. Thank you for listening.
1: Subscribe, rate, like, tell your friends,
0: force everyone you know to listen to us. We
1: are not doozy, <laughs> so we're not forcing, but you know.
0: But force your friends to do it.
1: Especially if they're One Tree Hill or wrestling friends. Yes. Or both,
0: which is ideal best yeah
1: who knows if you are a one tree hill fan you might become a wrestling fan if you're a wrestling fan you might become a one tree hill fan like my beautiful husband sean here
0: You just might be a wrestling fan if you're a One Tree Hill fan and vice versa if you listen to this podcast because I make you a wrestling fan, dude, and you've already made me a One Tree Hill fan somehow. I'm not a Bret Hart fan. Not a Bret Hart fan, though? No. No?
1: (laughs) Couldn't you tell that already? On
0: your 20-minute promo, you side with America over (laughs) Bret Hart? Who are you? (laughs) So until next week for episode 24, Episode two of season two, and the next episode of Raw's War. I bid you adieu.
1: And I say bye, bitch. (laughs)